He should have said, you I am Groot. You sound like Vin Diesel today. What happened yeah. to you? <clears throat> I was at a bar yelling. Uh-huh. When oh, you're wow. like, nice to meet you. Yeah. Yeah. Can we get back to the age of bars just being at a reasonable volume? My yeah. God, yeah. what's the point? Mm-hmm. Makes you drink more, bud. How? Because you can't talk, so you're just sitting there quietly drinking. People are still talking. No, you're That's still why talking. Sound like I'm telling you, that, I do this That's exactly I talk, why I they do it, is so mm-hmm. you drink more. It Yell louder. It doesn't make any sense. I have to use one of those ear horns. There you go. It doesn't make it just, just, if it was just a chill environment, and then you, that I would be more inclined to go to bars and drink. How's the war going? Welcome to Filmhouse, everybody. Uh, this week, I'm joined by my friends James, Adam, and Elise. Hello. Hi. My name's Daniel. Uh, we are Funhouse, and we talk about films. Uh, I guess this is the first podcast of 2020. Oh. So, uh, yay, 2020. Good vision. Looking forward. <laughs> first film house of 2020. Yeah. The first podcast at all. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Time is a construct, so it really means nothing, Dan. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, but we're going to go through that construct to talk about movies that are coming out this year, what we might be excited about, uh, what we're looking forward to, what we might be dreading a little bit, but maybe just talking about what looking forward, what's going to happen in 2020 and movies and maybe a little bit in TV. Miss mm-hmm. um, Elise, what are you most stoked for in 2020? Um, I think for me, it's an old reliable Wes Anderson's newest movie. Which um, one's that? The French. What the hell is it called? The Eternals. Oh. Is he doing that? <laughs> it is the French. I, got, I wrote that down. Wes Anderson like, will be doing the that? Ghostbusters the French, film. <laughs> the French Dispatch. The French Dispatch. Yeah. Uh, for, I, I've been a big Wes Anderson fan since I was in high school. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it's just a kind of reliable constant. You were the one kid who went and saw Rushmore. And like, what's wrong <laughs> I, with you people for I not liking see, this art? I did see Rushmore. What, what was, the, was that the one that got you? Rushmore? Or what was the, the, uh, the first Tenenbaums. Wes Anderson? Okay. Royal Tenenbaums was like mm-hmm. the one that I was like, oh, I genuinely love this movie. Um, Still his best, I think. It's my, one of my favorite movies. Mm. But yeah, that's, what is that's, this? What is this movie about? I have not heard anything about it. Honestly, like I haven't really even like looked into it. Mm-hmm. I don't think the there's that much info. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, but I do have a confidence in it. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a few guesses. There's going to be a wide shot <laughs> where people are very small, running off in the distance. Yeah. While uh, like a Shin song type sounding thing plays, it'll be beautiful and you'll feel things. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. gonna be very fussy over mm-hmm. the production design. It, it's gonna get a extremely likable performance out of Edward Norton, perhaps, <laughs> or some sort of other actor. Who uh, has Benicio del Toro, maybe. Bill Murray will be in it. There will be some, yeah. That's that's something Wes Anderson does better than most anything is find it find an actor who isn't necessarily likable and then make them extremely likable in the movie. <laughs> Yeah, Adrian Brody. Uh, you're gonna be like, oh my gosh, did you see how amazing Adrian Brody was in that movie? He was alive. Oh man, blows my mind. God. I feel like he only comes out to act in his movies. Maybe mm-hmm. um, he's he's been in hiding. You know how like Adrian Brody dated uh, Chris Hemsworth's wife no. years ago? I don't. But no. okay, then this is gonna blow give your me, mind. Give me the juice. Blow your mind. There's an amazing photo shoot from when they were together that they did. And we would be remiss not to look up the images of it right now because it's incredible. So this is, how do I look this up? like Adrian. Adrian Brody and then Chris Hemworth wife photo shoot. Mm-hmm. I like, I oh, I like Elsa Pataki Dan, is her name. Dan did the thing everyone's grandmother did this weekend. It was like, 
How how do I make the tablet go to the? Th- well, no, it's a I just say uh, what I complex want. Complex thing to look up because you don't know her name. Search like yeah, Adrian Brody and Google Elsa, knows everything. Elsa Pataki photo shoot. Elsa Pataki. Yeah. And to a lesser Boy. extent, Bing. Elsa Pataki is the name of Chris Hemsworth's current what? wife. Current. Or yes. How do you? That's the one. P-A-T-A he put six Found it. Okay. What's what's with the photo for the audio listeners? Uh, what is the what is the context of the image so that makes it great? So if you go to the one that's in, oh, and it's in front of their castle because he bought a castle. <laughs> oh, down there. So add castle. <laughs> but there's there's one yes. image there's one image of her lying on construction equipment. You gotta yeah you really gotta get to the full photo shoot to see the search castle like. This this by the way is my most anticipated film of 2020. <laughs> the castle gonna, photo it's shoot. It's us finding the castle. Okay. Photo oh, shoot. Oh man, I. I How yeah, you, maybe if I was navigating it, I could find the pictures. It's hard to. Um, you have to go to back to the web results like and find it, probably. Well, if you guys want to see this image and you're an audio <laughs> listener, make sure to Fuck. check out the Filmhouse blog. <laughs> All the image from this episode and everything <laughs> we talked about will be posted here. <laughs> oh, I don't know. There's like one where it's like she's lying on a tr- on a piece of construction equipment or something. I who got, who oh, got the castle in the maybe divorce? Maybe remember, remember when, it, yeah, maybe that one. How do you even find these things? Like, what is it, why does this oh, show up okay, in your feed? Oh, okay, there you go, there oh, it is. Oh, okay. There it is, yeah. That's the this, one. This. Oh yeah, she's on the, the dozer or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what is the point? We're like, in the weeds here I don't least. understand, why, why does this, do you just, yeah. do you just think this is interesting? Um, I just, I just have a lot of trouble sleeping. Oh, okay. And then so then I wind down rabbit holes. Uh-huh. Okay. Did they bo- d- bulldoze the castle? I don't know. I do, well, well, you I, know what? I, Thanks for asking, Dan. Uh, no Time to Die <laughs> is actually, I think, my number one. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty stoked for this, Most too. anticipated. We talked about it already pretty <laughs> elaborately on the No Time to Die podcast that we did a little bit ago. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm very... Uh, excited for No Time to Die. I've been a James Bond fan for forever. Oh, actually, if you, there's an image of Daniel Craig bulldozing. <laughs> oh, um, great. Yeah, let's pull that up. Yeah, there, it Check was, the blog if you want to see it. It was from Skyfall when there was a bulldozer, and uh-huh. he bought it, and he and his wife um, mm-hmm. built a pool yep. in their Yorkshire home. Yep. I try to bring memes to this show. Uh-huh. Are you? Is okay. that a meme? Maybe. Is it a meme if no one's seen it? <laughs> yeah, there is Daniel Craig on a bulldozer. I know. From the movie. But now that's yes. gonna that's gonna break and you're gonna be at the forefront of it. You're welcome. Well, this could be a new show where you have someone up here trying to Google something super fucking obscure that mm-hmm. you saw on the internet once at three in the morning. Oh, we'll totally make that. <laughs> For your, for audio listeners out there, I'm shaking my head no. For audio at listeners, James. I'm shaking my head yes. Stop it. <laughs> they can hear that on um, the mic. So yeah, uh, no time to die. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What what are you most excited about about this? I mean, movie? I just think it looks good. I think the You want to see the new car? What kind of gadgets do you think he's going to have? I don't I never cared about the gadgets and stuff. I just think I I like when they're just good and it looks like we're in an era of good James Bond movies. What, what kind of puss do you think he'll bang? They're good. Well, it's going to be Leia Sadu until she betrays him and mm-hmm. then he's going to bang uh Anna, Anna Darmus. That's good. I I like that they don't put the onus on him where he's like, "Well, I have to bang something else." He does. I mean, she betrayed he has to. me. What else is he supposed to do? Um, but yeah, we already talked about it ad nauseum. But I'm excited to see Christoph Waltz come back. I like that this this era of Bond has really explored a persistent Bond universe mm-hmm. as opposed to an episodic Bond universe. That's something that we haven't really gotten as well as it has been before. And then I'm also kind of you know I'll miss Daniel Craig, but I'm also excited to see what the next generation of Bond is going to be. Mm-hmm. So. 
It's, it'll be a nice send off. Do you think they'll do the thing that they try to do with Sean Connery where 45 years from now, mm-hmm. a young, like a Bond who's not even born yet, yeah. he's going to go to a shack and then all of a sudden goes, hey, it's me. Daniel Craig. No, it won't be Daniel <laughs> uh, Craig because they won't be able to get him oh, just the way Sean Connery. Oh. Yeah, it'll have to be some other old actor. It'll be a, an older uh, Adrian Brody. I wish I wish there was an image of the guy who wrote Skyfall and his face when they got back to him and they said, Sean Connery said no. And mm-hmm. he's, he's like, they're like Sean Connery said, big smile, no. <laughs> Everything flushes out of his body. And he's like, well, what are we going to do? What do you mean? We're already in pre-production. Yeah. We're going. It's Albert Finney. What, what are you talking about? Yeah. What was that character? Was that like his butler or something? It was the, uh, the groundskeeper okay. of his estate, yeah. who was uh, supposed to be Sean Connery. <laughs> They're like, hmm, old, old English actor with mm-hmm. white hair. Could be so, anybody. So I think uh, this year there are a couple of movies that could be so terrible they're interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, we're watching the trailer for Venom 2, or Venom 1 right now. There is no trailer for Venom 2. There is one in my um, head. <laughs> how does it go? What's, what song do they remix and re-record really oh. slowly? What, for the Venom 2s. What Britney Spears song has the word carnage in it? Mm. <laughs> Toxic, probably, because of the Venom. Ooh. <laughs> right? That's a good idea. Here, hot take. I am, I'm hopeful for Venom 2. Yeah. The same way I'm hopeful for Suicide Squads. I'm morbidly curious. Mm-hmm. That was on, I made a small list of the movies I'm morbidly curious about, <laughs> and <laughs> that was on it. Yeah. I, I think Venom 1 was rushed, and it was stuck in a weird time trap of 2004, like the last movie that the director saw was like Ghost Rider and went, <laughs> yeah, we can adapt, we could do that for Venom. But now that Andy Serkis is involved and they maybe have a better idea of what makes Venom interesting, and I think Tom Hardy was the only one on set who knew what was going on. Um, he I'm, was I, in his I, own, own world and it was the best part of the yeah, movie, Yeah, right? because he's a, he's a crazy person and I love it. So, so after it makes a fortune, hopefully they trust him to do bizarre, strange things. Yeah, because it, it might just be a reboot, maybe, hopefully. Maybe. Kind so of, like what, a soft reboot. What kind of, like, animal cage should he get in in this movie? Oh, man, we already like, did Fish Tank. Yeah, yeah, but, like, what, what's the bigger, better animal to do? I think he goes on the show Shark Tank. Okay. A metaphorical... Except that the product he's pitching is an aquarium that can hold a shark. <laughs> <laughs> my guy here is a Shark Tank. <laughs> what did you do, my Shark Tank? And then Mark Cuban goes, this is the dumbest idea ever. And then he becomes Venom and he, yeah, yeah. he, and then he kills everyone on set and then people clap. <laughs> this <laughs> could. Every, he kills everyone on set and then he goes, he goes, I was bullied on my planet. You're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. Um, I think it'll... Yes. I'm... I'm like, who cares? Whatever. <laughs> who cares? Someone. I mean, cares. Venom. Uh, it's it's, it's going to get made. We care. can't stop it at this point. <laughs> so it's going to get made. So all you can do is hope that it's better than the first. You one sound like was. Bruce Willis and Twelve Monkeys, where like we can't stop it. It's going to happen no matter what, yeah. unless. But they can get stuck in the time loop. <laughs> Spoiler about 12 when the Monkeys, creative sorry. team is swapped out. That's a good sign. <laughs> In the case of a bad movie. Yeah, and I guess we can be hopeful. We can be optimistic. It's cool that a Venom movie is being made, and they're hopefully learn from their mistakes. That's what I'm hoping for with Death on the Nile. I'm I'm not joking. I'm Uh I'm serious. I that movie made a ton of money. The the uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Can we say Orient anymore? I don't know. Um, (laughs) Kenneth Branagh returning (laughs) as Hercule Poirot. Of course he will. Yes, but is Ray back? um, Uh oh. No, Daisy Ridley will not be back. It'll be a new cast. Oh, did she do it? 
I never saw the movie. They all did it. That's it's spoiler. A, it's, a, it's a fucking oh hundred year old book. Uh-huh. Oh my anyway. god! Spoiler. <laughs> anyway, uh, when does Imagine Dragons come in? In Death of the Nile. <laughs> uh, Don't let the trailer fool you. If Death of the Nile has a cool trailer, <laughs> it's a lie. Pick me up, please. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had high hopes for this movie. The movie kind of fell lackluster in places. That being said. Like, I'm sure we all feel about Venom too. I'm hoping that Death of the Nile, they'll sort of learn from some of the criticism of the first one, or they'll just think that they can make a ton of money again and then repeat those mistakes. I don't mm-hmm. know. This, this is the beauty of the franchise era in which we live, where if it's something that's known, it doesn't matter if that known thing is bad or good or a failure or a success, it still has more value than the original idea you just came up with in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, because when... Murder on the Orient Express came out. We went and saw it in theaters, and it ends with him going like, like the last line of the movie is he's like, oh, I've just gotten a letter from the Nile. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I like looked at Elisa. I was like, really? They're seeding a Poirot cinematic universe oh, right now? I knew exactly what I, I was like. They are. And, and, but I was, like, I was like, luckily the movie was bad. So it's now it's uh, going to be like it, mm-hmm. my favorite ones are the Dracula Untolds. There's the joke where they ones abandon it. Yeah. Where it's like it's like we'll see you next time, mm-hmm. and there is no next time right. because it was a failure. One of the best like Mario Brothers. I was like Mario Brothers oh, is the okay. best one. It's like guys, we have to go back. And like <laughs> and the yeah, the studio goes no, you don't. Yeah, You're, but no. that that was a different era. Now we live in the era of them going like. We have to go back, and you're like, "No, you yeah. don't." And they go, "No, we did. We're, it's already being we did. filmed. Yeah, we started it. Yeah. We made it. It's being made." <laughs> we were we are watching the trailer for a Death on the Nile, and I totally forgot everyone in this Orient ensemble. Express. I mean, Orient Express. I yeah. forgot everyone who was in this ensemble. Johnny Depp. It was yeah. so impressive. Uh, what is his name? Derek Jacoby. The only one I remembered was Disney. Uh, Dis- <laughs> Disney Ridley. Yeah. Disney Ridley. <laughs> 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 they, they, maybe Disney will have her change her name. Yeah, I, I, I've been awake since like three a.m. You know, so. you know there was. Oh, yeah, we also came back from the Game Awards <laughs> last night, so we're, um, I've been screaming. I wasn't at people. partying. I was partying hard. I had a mai tai that smelled like a swimming pool, <laughs> and I said, "I'm going to call it early." Uh, I wonder though if only because there's a lot of uh, alcohol and cocaine in Hollywood. If someone drunkenly at some sort of Disney meeting, what, what if? What if we give her a bunch of money? She changes her name to Disney Ridley. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we're going to do it. And they wake up in the morning. They go, had some thought about the Disney Ridley idea. <laughs> Let's not do Let's it. Let's do it. Moving <laughs> forward. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it too. Have you seen the original? I was, uh, I was thinking about renting it. Yeah, year, years ago. Because I used to, like, when I was a kid, I watched all the Poirot stuff. I'm so sure. when There's you like 50 kid, books, right? Big nerd. I was, I was like that kid that at a very young age, read a lot of Agatha Christie, even though a lot of it I didn't, didn't understand mm-hmm. or words I didn't know, but I just was a nerd, yeah. big nerd. Mm-hmm. Adam so. and I are reading X-Men. Mm-hmm. You're, reading her, you're like, my favorite superhero is, <laughs> is a detective Belgian from detective. Belgium. Yeah, I was watching Cyclops <laughs> Rail Sil- or yeah, Cyclops Rail Psylocke. Wow. Like, yeah, I was like, this is are you reading? X-Men, it happened. He didn't it. actually, ra- they were wearing full body suits, but oh. the way he was mm-hmm. holding her, she yeah. was almost certainly getting railed. I mean, look, Watchmen tackled this issue where they're like, you're all sex fiends and psychopaths, and this is the only way you can get off. Mm-hmm. That's why the X Men are great. Yeah. Oh, we're um, watching a trailer for Mulan. Disney made was it ten billion dollars in the box office? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's prior, amazing. Prior to Star Wars. Wow, that's crazy. Good for them. I wish they could pay the visual effects houses. <laughs> yeah. That made all their movies. No. Oh, they can't. Nope. Too bad. Too bad. Sorry, man. 
Um, <laughs> they took the lowest bidder, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, don't you don't make ten billion dollars by spending money, James. That's <laughs> fair. Mm-hmm. That's fair. What? You don't spend your money, I guess, is the thing. No, spend someone else's money. You get China to pay for it. Put some <laughs> uh, political ads. I I appreciate Where's that. Where's Mushu? <laughs> Where is Mushu? Is in our hearts, I do appreciate that Mulan is not in Aladdin, um, because. Aladdin, again, is one of my worst of 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Beauty and the Beast, the, w- making a movie just to make it again, like when it's already iconic, is really lame. I guess the assumption is that Mulan, the animated film, isn't iconic enough. So they're just like, we'll just pull the brand name from it. People don't remember the songs or the mm-hmm. scenes as much as maybe they should, which I think is uh, pretty pretty cruel because that's yeah. got some great music and mm-hmm. it's a really good movie. But um, I'm glad that we are so we are removed em- enough from it that it's just looks like it's a new telling of the story again, as opposed to a shot for sh- a shitty shot for shot. I remember remake. nothing about Mulan other Same. than a man fell in love with another man, and then they basically pre-parodied what Futurama did in an episode where Zat Brannigan fell in love with Leela dressed as a dude. They used the weights around the pole Uh to brace themselves instead of climbing them up, Adam. Mm -hmm. You see? Yes. Anyway. And they said, be a man. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Um, Oh, so I'm I'm rolling a trailer for Blade Runner 2049 because there is no Dune Mm -hmm. trailer, but I think that's my most anticipated. I think around Christmas time of 2020, we'll get uh, Denis' version of Dune, which could be one of the coolest movies ever. It's, you know, I think we like Star Wars a lot, and Dune is maybe a little more mature, a little more high-minded even than, Mm -hmm. than we get with Star Wars. It's, you know epic sci-fi at its best, I think. So yeah. I'm, I'm very stoked for this movie. Dune's my Venom, too, where <laughs> we tried Dune in the 80s, oh, yeah. and they said, <laughs> said, Star Wars is huge. We need to get our own Star Wars, David Lynch. And he went, what? Well, didn't David Lynch <laughs> turn down directing like Return of the Jedi or something? He he's like, out. I want to do Dune. 80s was a weird time where they said, this guy made a racer head. Let's give him something <laughs> yeah. sci-fi. <laughs> weird. Yeah, let's give him this high, high concept book in a fantasy world where spice is life. Um, but yeah, yeah. it is an amazing book. If you haven't read it, you've got a, a year to get through it. I highly recommend it. But I think the movie will be beautiful. It's got half of Hollywood is cast in the movie. So I, I, also, I also think he has a good track record of making things uh, a little bit more digestible. Sure. Like, oh, yeah, Dune's dense. Dune, well, Dune is dense. I think the Blade Runner concept, too. If you watch, If you watch Blade Runner and then you watch... Blade Runner 2049, you're like, oh, one is a coherent version of the other. Um, And so I also think Arrival was one of my favorite movies of that year, and it dealt with such kind of complex, heady subject matter. Um, Like creating a language? Yeah, but it did a really good job teaching the audience, like, as it was going on. And Mm -hmm. so if, if Dune is dense, I think that hopefully he'll be the right person to make it coherent. Yeah. Um, there, there's We've talked about this with like Spielberg and J.J. Abrams where there's that magician's trick of I'm going to make this digestible for you and it's there's going to be parts that don't make sense but in the context that I'm showing it to you, your brain will go, oh, that all, that all worked. I believe the magic trick that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I always mess up his last name. Denis Villeneuve? Yeah. Villeneuve. 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 Something like that? He Sounds right. I feel like he's one of those guys where he actually understands the subject matter sometimes better than the original creator. 
Well, yeah, that, um, and that is a book that they just throw you in the middle of a very deep story and don't explain anything to you. There, there was so a, there does have to be work from a director to make it a, an understandable film. Th- there's a fantastic parallel to this. If you go to the YouTube channel Just Right, they did a great thing on the ending of Return of the King and how they tackle the question of how or the, the issue everyone had with the ending being too long. And uh, mm. the channel talks about how actually genius it is and it how is. removing the... Uh, the battle of the Shire at the very end and how it made it actually more impactful. And that's one of those moments where this person who's adapting it, Peter Jackson and his team, understood the subject matter almost maybe better than Tolkien in a weird way. He says, well, no, if the having the Shire, have a fight like in the fire Shire. And shit. Yeah, they're like, it sort of takes <laughs> like, away from the mystique of the Shire of being sort of, you know, separate from this other it's world. A, it's a haven, yeah. Yeah, and like it, it made the movie better by having this right I was like I never thought about it that way that's genius the same way Danny Villeneuve uh, <laughs> yeah. also I think that like having them return to the Shire which is like their beautiful home that was always this this haven for them and then Frodo not being able to adjust back to life there mm-hmm. is uh, much more like poetic and impactful well, there's so much more in just the facial expressions between uh, Samwise and Frodo that I didn't pick up on before yeah. uh, but similarly there was so much uh, Blade Runner like buzz and all this stuff with like, did you know Decker's a replicant? And I think the uh, the director actually understood better than Ridley Scott why it made more sense for Decker to not be a replicant. Or for it to be vague. I mean, the the even the, I'm just saying, it makes the story better, especially if you're gonna do a sequel, that Decker is not a replicant only because it says more about our society where the person who's, it made, it, it sort of lessens like Batty, the character who is, the android who is mm-hmm. the skin job, who loves life more than this person who can enjoy life but chooses to live a robotic lifestyle. And so I thought that it's like he understood that more and had to basically say, no, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> for Harrison Ford's character to be a replicant because it blah, blah, blah. And then he ended up making a sequel that in a lot of ways I think surpassed the original film, which is like probably an impossible thing to do. But it also, Agreed. one, it builds upon it, makes the previous movie better, and it stands on its own, which is like such an impossible task. So him making Dune uh, gets me very it. excited because he's had more than a year to make it. Well, it's just part one. I think it's going to be a two-part film. Put it in my veins. Yeah. I want exactly. it. Exactly. Here's the thing. Is anyone going to watch it, though? If he couldn't get people to go see Blade Runner. That's the problem. That Blade Runner movie did not make its budget back. But that Blade theaters. Runner movie is so good. And it's, yeah. it was awesome. I feel like it's some, I mean, also the Hollywood accounting is really weird. Yeah. But it, it's funny because, yeah, the original Blade Runner was like this major box office bomb. But, you know, obviously ended up inspiring a lot of, you know, everything moving forward. And it, it is so highly regarded. And then Blade Runner 2049 only made a quarter of a billion dollars. Sorry, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, we'll I'm, I think at this point it has made its money back. Uh, wow. If not from uh, Blu-ray sales, there's some sort of. Streaming. I'm just saying we're in the we're in the era of sure things mm-hmm. and not question it questionable not bets. Bad. And so, you know, if they if they are doing a two-parter, hopefully, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm they just, get to make the second part. Yeah, I'm just what? similar to Blade Runner though. It did him make some money having having a, a a template or something basically an example of what not to do already existing is also very helpful. Where they go, should we? Put Sting in? I don't. I mean, I'm thinking we do. I don't know. David yeah, he, looks excited about it. He was supposed it. to be naked in that, but the studio freaked out at the last minute. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's supposed to have words too, and they cut. <laughs> Do you not have any too. dialogue? Yeah, Patrick Stewart's like, fight me in this cube armor. This anyway, will Kyle MacLachlan have a, co- a cameo? I sure hope so. Maybe he's that, that movie weird. is awful, though. 
I watched it for the first it, time. A couple it has some ago. redeeming aspects, but yeah, no, I don't. And I know nothing about this Charlemagne kid other than he's <laughs> Chalamet. <laughs> Who? Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Charlemagne. Yeah. When when uh, Villanueva casts Charlemagne Mm -hmm. in his film, I didn't know what was going on. As you know, words are hard. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, But the other thing too is like, if uh, I like, I really like the movie Enemy. I really like Prisoners, Arrival, Blade Runner, and those were all basically back to back to back every year. Yeah. And then he actually has been taking time with Dune because of just sort of the scale of it. That excites me a lot too. Or it's like, oh, what happens if you give this guy? some proper time to make a movie. Is it Timothée Chalamet? <laughs> He's got an accent aigu over the E at the end of his name. We all have an accent aigu somewhere <laughs> in our lives. Well, I I'm I have high hopes for Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> but henceforth on Filmhouse, he shall be known as Timothée Chalamet. <laughs> oh, um, so with HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, you can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. HelloFresh is home-cooked meals made simple. They make cooking delicious meals at home a reality, regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. From step-by-step recipes to pre-measured ingredients, you'll have everything you need to get a wow-worthy dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes. Say goodbye to endless grocery store trips and takeout food. HelloFresh has you covered. With HelloFresh, you will make deliciousness part of your every week. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal, chef-curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone, from family recipes to calorie-smart and vegetarian, and fun mini-series like Hall of Fame and Kraft Burgers. HelloFresh is flexible and fits your lifestyle. Add extra meals to your weekly order, as well as yummy add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough. You can easily change your delivery days, food preferences, and skip a week whenever you need to. I personally love how easy HelloFresh makes preparing dinner. I know that I can have something hot and tasty on the table for my family in about half an hour. I don't have to hunt down a recipe or tangle with a grocery store. HelloFresh takes care of the hard stuff. I'm a taco dude, and they always have great new spins on tacos, like Southwest beef tacos or pork and poblano tacos, both favorites of mine. I really dig learning new techniques, like quick pickling veg or making a fast crema for a simple way to add that next level to my meals. So you can get 10 free meals with HelloFresh by going to hellofresh.com filmhouse10 and using the code filmhouse10. That's 10 free meals from HelloFresh by going to hellofresh.com filmhouse10 and using promo code filmhouse10 when you check out. So thanks, HelloFresh, for bringing us here this week to talk about movies we're looking forward to. We're dreading a little bit in 2020. Um, is there anything else you guys are, like, maybe <coughs> dreading? Dreading. dreading. Or, or, or at least put morbidly curious is a much better oh, term I, than dreading. I, yeah, not, I mean, no one's forcing well, you to sit and watch this. I was going to say, there, it's basically there's the zero hype category. Uh-huh. And for me, the Eternals is there mm. zero hype zero yeah. hype zero Be- hype maybe is it because the property itself is so unknown yeah or you're tired of marvel movies here's the only no not I, i'm not tired of marvel movies and i'm excited to see where they go kind of with the franchise next i think this is going to be the only promotion that that has stirred me in any way in this movie is the fact that guardians of the galaxy is one of my favorites mm-hmm and that was the one I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah, Tree like, Man. Like, not that, not that I, I know that comics can be good no matter how absurd the premise or whatever, but I was like, mm-hmm. man, they're really going cosmic so quick mm-hmm. with all this. But then I, I thoroughly enjoyed how separate it felt from everything else and it allowed you to breathe new life and new tone into these characters. And I think that tone leaked out into other movies like Thor Ragnarok that, like, that made it even better. So 
but I other than like other than that, like them standing on stage at Comic Con and showing all of their costumes, and they all just look like Power Rangers or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, none of that looks appealing to me at all. So I'm I just am at zero hype for that. I'm yeah. not anticipating it. I'm not. Th- I don't think it's necessarily going to be bad. I just don't feel anything. So well said. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know. Uh, oh, it's a Kanal. Kamel, 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 non, 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 names. Mm-hmm. Just say they and them. <laughs> I like that he had biceps in the last season of Silicon Valley. <laughs> yeah, he's been training. <laughs> so yeah. it's like he's he, he's training for this movie, which is interesting. So it's like that that's been sort of marketing mm-hmm. <laughs> for the movie in a weird way. But yeah, I'm with you too. Where I'm like, I know nothing about this franchise, but Marvel believed in it enough that they're going to dump millions of dollars into it and said, "This is for our <laughs> next phase," which I guess will lead into Galactus possibly or. Apocalypse? Uh, I don't know. Probably not Apocalypse. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think of like what's the next Thanos? They're out. Galactus might be it. Yeah, I was like, but he's he's very tied to like the Fantastic Four, mm-hmm. and they're not out yet. Well, the, if you think about Avengers and the first time we saw Thanos to when he actually arrived on screen, they have it's true. So, Got a decade, really? Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're going to do a another ten year build because they're like, well, we got to stretch this stuff out. Yeah. So you know they're they're gonna they're gonna figure out. Fantastic Four, they can figure out X-Men. It's going to somehow play into Eternals. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you make that interesting, but that, that is my morbid curiosity of, well, let's see what you can do. And there is, of wow course, me. Sonic as well. <laughs> that That's uh, under the morbidly curious category, maybe? Yeah, which we... I mm-hmm. don't know how much I can talk about Sonic anymore. We're going to see it. It's <laughs> happening. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's We're gonna, that's, that's why it doesn't fall in the same category as Eternals, because I'm, I'm on it. I'm there to see yeah. Sonic. I just, man... What? If this movie comes out, and it gets like it, it's like a f- 30 40% or whatever on rotten tomatoes and all those people screamed about how ugly sonic was it's just like come on <laughs> come on really we're doing this we did this we forced this hand mm-hmm. um see i think we've belabored sonic a lot but have, have we decided what the last shot of the movie or the in credit scene's going to be like what Secondary. Uh, Princess Daisy kicks a door and then goes, Sonic and James Marston, we need you. <laughs> she calls him by his actor And she name. throws him his uh, Cyclops visor because who cares? <clears throat> Sorry. There um, are a lot of um, sequels cu- coming or um, like almost soft reboots, like stuff like The Grudge and Saw are getting sort of uh, reinvigorations. Mm-hmm. And then, like, I mean, there are the sequels that are, you know, years in the making. Like, like Minions like 2? Legal, well, like that, and then Legally Blonde, <laughs> Bill and Ted um, are getting new movies. Really? Legally Blonde? Like, yeah, there's a third one okay. coming. Hmm. Legally yep. Blonder? I guess yeah. you do the, you switch the E with a three. Yeah, you got a movie. Legally <laughs> Blonde. <laughs> we could do that. Yeah, uh, let's fast track this bitch. But then other stuff, like, there's another Halloween off of last year's. No. I, th- I think, are they doing the two at a time this time with Halloween? I don't know. I feel like I might have heard that somewhere. Hmm. Um, Conjuring, of course, like Quiet Place 2, Fast and the Furious we always get. How can you Fast get and the Furious quieter? 9. Is that timed with the video game release? Do we know? Mm, I don't think Do we so. care? I think the video game actually came out 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Did it just like look it's real a, bad? Uh, it's an HD remaster. <laughs> uh, of a game of the, that doesn't exist? Yeah, that was just unreleased. There was, was that Vin Diesel game. The Wheel Man. 
Was that it? Were no, you like, you're you thinking like of Rocket Chronicles of Riddick uh, Escape from Butcher Bay. <laughs> that was actually a good game. Right? What other Vin Diesel video game do you want to talk about? <laughs> he keeps doing none, them. None. Yeah. Did you know The Last Witch Hunter was based on no. his D&D character? <laughs> we do. We don't care. <laughs> he got. He secured funding by saying, this movie's based on my D&D oh. character. And they said, right this way, Mr. <laughs> Vin Diesel. Not, not everything has to be a franchise, though. So I am excited for Tenet. Yeah. 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 Because Maybe one of the greatest living directors. There's one. There's one person out there who spits when someone goes. He goes. You what about a franchise? Goes, mm. I've done that once and I shan't ever do it mm-hmm. again. I made the perfect uh, superhero trilogy. Yeah. And it's not even considered a superhero trilogy. So fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will make a movie, mm-hmm. and the letters will be the same forwards and backwards. What does it mean? <laughs> nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was it based on nothing? Yeah. I have a brother who has an American accent, and I have an English accent. <laughs> fuck mm-hmm. you. <laughs> <laughs> I do whatever I want. Yeah. Put yourself on a way and get on my set. <laughs> um, there are uh, tenant teasers floating around out there, but they keep getting struck from wherever they're put up. So okay. he's being really hardcore about keeping even those few, theaters, those few mm-hmm. images yeah. off the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you, there's... Is it just shrouded in mystery? Is that the I think so. sort of thing? Okay. I mean, I, that, mm-hmm. even that teaser, there was, like, very little in it. He's, like, looking at a bullet hole for... That's, yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, I think Chris Nolan's probably made some of my favorite one-off movies, like The Prestige and uh, I Memento. do love Inception. Lo- oh, no, yeah, Inception, Inception which awesome. is just like, oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was like, I'm sure someone's like, this could be a franchise, and he goes, I'm moving on. I'm it doing is. a movie about space after my Batman movie. Fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. even maybe his his most generic movie, Dunkirk, was like fucking incredible. Yeah. Awesome. Even Insomnia, guys. Insomnia. <laughs> it's a one movie of his. He got Al Pakinko. <laughs> he did get Pakinko. That and uh, Following, I haven't actually seen. Well, he showed you've up. Never seen Insomnia? No. Insomnia is good. He showed up like two weeks before they were starting to shoot that movie, though. Mm-hmm. That's because yeah, that's With right Pakinko. after Memento, which yeah, mm-hmm. awesome movie. Yeah, he, I don't know. It, yeah, at this point, it's really weird where people are like. I like artsy movies, like Chris Nolan movies that <laughs> have four hundred million dollar budgets, and but he, he makes original stuff. Like even I know people uh, rip on Interstellar, but like still great freaking sci-fi movie with some great music, some great scenes, a pretty heady idea. He, he seems to be one of the few guys that can do something completely original and get two hundred million dollars to make it. Like, yeah. I just, there's not a lot of guys that can do that. Mm-hmm. And wear uh, one of those like tweed vests on set all day and look like a GQ model. I don't know. He wears a suit. I like it. Mm-hmm. He's a good looking guy. I think he says that sets a tone. If he shows up in a suit, mm-hmm. it kind of sets a tone for the set. Mm-hmm. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> um, are, are you guys excited for Wonder Woman? This trailer is. Chris Nolan's Wonder weird. Woman? Yes, Chris <laughs> Nolan's Wonder Woman. Uh, I wasn't excited really until I saw the trailer. trailer looks and good. I think the trailer looks I like how saturated it is. I like that it's set in this kind of decade that we haven't really explored superheroes <laughs> with. I do think it's man, it's so wild how the hub of the DCEU or DCCU, whatever they want to call it, was so bad, but the outside of it is so good. Like imagine mm-hmm. if these if Aquaman and Wonder Woman 1 and 2 were like the Iron Man, Captain Americas. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, can you imagine what it's going to be like when they get together? <laughs> it's going to be so bonkers and so off the wall. Yeah. Like, it's going to be so much fun. But we've somehow done it in reverse where we made the fun movies after we already made the not fun movies in the center of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the front end of this trailer gave me Ragnarok vibes. Oh, yeah. I think they're I mean, definitely I mean, going the, for the Ragnarok. The original poster that came out was basically... 
Ragnarok vibes, yeah. which, I mean, Thor Ragnarok, I, I remember when the first trailer came out, it did the same 80s nostalgia thing, Yeah. except it was just more of like, well, that's kind of what the poster's mm. selling, not really what the movie is. No, yeah. not at all. Um, and then, yeah, Love and Thunder, too, is also like doing that sort of motif, but yeah. Um, Wonder Woman in the 80s excites me. That's mm-hmm. yeah. a it's a cool idea. I think it uh, the fact that they went with World War 1 and the first one was kind of cool. That's another thing that you don't really see a lot of movies taking place in, but 80s has basically been done to death in media in the last 10 years. But Wonder Woman in that time makes sense and then plucking Chris Pine into it as well is interesting. Yeah. No. I, I like Chris Pine a lot. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch he's a really fun actor. Yeah. Um I I think and it's Wait, Gallagher though. Not to shortchange her, she's oh. pretty fucking incredible. No, she's a, she's an amazing Wonder Woman. I, I think we are still in the pro- the issue of, and someone is going to correct me on this, but like, villains in the DC universe maybe just aren't nearly as good as villains in Marvel. I think you're or correct. Or at least Wonder Woman specifically. I mean, yeah, no, fuck it. I'm going to say everywhere because like Black Manta sucks. <laughs> what? <laughs> he made a weapon. He was fine in that, but I'm like, oh. if that's your if that's your starting point, it's like. What about but, Ocean Master? Yeah, but even then, that's just Aquaman. He's just fighting himself again. Oh. Um, but no, I'll it, say this. The villains suck. You're smartly, right. I dare think dare it thinks that Batman has great villains. They understand. They won. T- yeah, oh. yeah. Take away um, yeah, Batman's villains. And, right. and Mitzel Pitalik right. or whatever. Uh, <laughs> um, Mr. Freeze. Um, Captain Boomerang. But I'm gonna, I, I'll just say Stilt that Wait, it seems Marvel. like they understand that maybe they don't have that strong villain base for some of these ancillary characters that are more interesting than the center, central figures. Mm-hmm. Um and so they're casting great people. Pedro Pascal, I don't care who he's supposed to be portraying. I want to see him as a bad guy chewing up scenes. Looks like he's, he's fun. He's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I want to see Wonder Woman swinging from lightning bolts <laughs> or whatever she's doing in this trailer. Um, so I, I, I like that they're embracing the silliness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you watch it and you go, man, you watch this, Aquaman, you go, what would a Superman be like in this world? <laughs> you know, you're like, God, yeah. could you imagine what a Superman would be like in mm-hmm. this universe? It'd be so cool. Like, maybe in the background of Wonder Woman, you're going to see a thing going, and you're like, oh, that's in, landing in Kansas. I can't wait to see. Mm-hmm. And that, Except we've already seen it, yeah. and it just doesn't match at all. And it, yeah. as much as I like Man of Steel and love me some Henry Cavill, mm-hmm. gosh, it would have been great if we had done this in reverse I mean, and then given Henry Cavill, allow Henry Cavill to be a fun Superman, a golden age Superman. Maybe we're moving in that direction, fingers crossed, and then Batman will continue doing his own thing over <laughs> the there, fuck? and like he will be his own little hub, and they go, we're going we're gonna to do that. Are you upset that a man is writing an ostrich No, dam? I'm not upset. I'm, I'm okay, loving it. Okay, that's fine, because we're talking about superheroes, and you're obsessed with Dr. Doolittle. What is your problem? <laughs> we already got this, this movie with Eddie Murphy. We don't need another one. <laughs> I think we got two of them at one point as well. I don't yeah, I'm hopefully hopefully you're right James and like they're they're going to re I don't know. They're going to just look at the the index and go, "Can we do this again?" Yeah. But, for, but, but, but how fun? do you make it work? It's <laughs> we've already now things are all so confused. Though. Yeah. I do think they have a big plan for 2021 and 2022. There's going to be a Flash, there's going to be Black Adam and Shazam. Shazam too um, got uh, Greenlight. Something else. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, there's Birds of Prey coming out, which I'm bummed that it still looks like Suicide Squad. I was like, I, I wish the movie had opened up with her getting laser <laughs> uh, tattoos removed or whatever. But it is weird because, you know, we'll see how it turns out. But Birds of Prey does kind of feel like a Suicide Squad that wasn't cut by a, tra- a trailer house, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, yeah. it does feel like, oh, they used less red giant filters on this. Yeah. Uh, that's inside baseball, but... 
I got gotcha. you. It, <laughs> it is weird. It's taking so long for another Aquaman. I think that's not till 2022. Mm-hmm. After that movie made a I billion mean, it dollars. It takes a long time to film things underwater, Dan. <laughs> I wonder Does if it's contractual yeah. stuff. Maybe. they Just Also, they I don't think they knew they it was going to do no. as big as it did. So mm-hmm. they're I did. Yeah. <laughs> Elise, did, Elise always believed in it. I thought it I thought She it, always believed. I thought it was going to crash hard. Mm, only, James won. Only because I'm like, Entourage doesn't know everything. <laughs> I'm just going to throw that out there. And I'm you didn't all, get James yeah. Cameron to do it, so it's not going to work. Um, Entourage sucks. I'm always looking for like a weird movie, and I don't, I don't know if it'll pan out. I don't know if they'll pull it off, but there's this Fantasy Island um, remake, mm-hmm. but it's reimagining it as a horror. Okay. Which I think is like pretty weird Interesting. and fun. Did you say as a horror or as a whore? Yeah, Both. there's just horror island. <laughs> <laughs> I, hadn't, I hadn't heard anything about this. So so how is it a horror? I don't know. I just know, have read like the log It's like a granting line. wishes, but in like scary. I've only like, read the log line I think the robots it. go evil or something. I only read the log line. Oh, so it's like a Westworld I think sort so. of vibe? That's okay. the vibe I get from it. As you go and... They make your wishes come true, but mm. maybe there's something dark in your wishes. Mm. Oh, okay. It's, been more it's a Blumhouse. Okay. Yeah, it's probably going to be uh, when it comes to Amazon Prime. Watch it. It's got Lucy Hale in it, which, I mean, she seems like a lovely person, but I don't know if she's known for like what her, is she, what is she done her acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, she did Truth or Dare. If you're familiar with it. Are we, we watched the weird that, face we, one. We watched it at your apartment, uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> Are we getting Hervé um, Villachez back? Who? Is that the little, little guy? Yeah. Isn't that the little guy? Uh, yeah. Lost the plane, the plane. Anyway, yeah, um, it's a shame. Well, no, no, I, no, I'm actually, I like this sort of stuff when, so when someone goes, hey, we're doing a 21 yeah. Jump Street movie, and they go, okay, well, let's not just yeah. do the, like, let's let's be somewhat meta about it and have some fun with it. Uh, that is at least interesting when to do that with a property, because like we've been saying in most of this podcast where you kind of can't get stuff made unless there's a name attached to it and there's mm-hmm. any sort of hint of nostalgia even though I'm pretty sure 99% of the people who are going to go see this movie have never seen the no. original oh, no, show. No, 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 no. They're just aware of the tropes. What is wrong with you? Do you not like Michael Rooker? <laughs> I do. I think he He's fucking awesome. America's actor. <laughs> he rides motorcycles. Is he he is has he a the, fake hand. Is he the guy that was hiding out on the island that was one of the original yes. scientists? He's Lawrence Fishburne <laughs> yeah. of Predators. predators. I don't know wow. This, again, I don't know this is going to pan out, but I like the idea. Yeah. Sure. He's also got Jin Yang <laughs> from Jin Yang. Silicon Valley. Oh, he's one of my favorites. Cool. <laughs> I, had no, I, had, I knew yeah. nothing of this movie until we just started discussing it. I'm always it. jealous, You're though, welcome, James. when you see movies like this, Probably when, it, when it. the, it's an Adam yeah. Sandler movie, and he goes, this wacky husband's with his friends in Hawaii for two weeks. You're like, they must have had a great time filming that movie. That's cool. So like Fantasy yeah. Island, they're like, they're in the Bahama, or yeah. they're yeah in Tahiti. Bring for, your spouse. Yeah, and they're like they're on this resort, and like must have been fun to be a sound guy in that movie. Just be in paradise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lived in a tent. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah, you're in a FEMA tent. It's basically Fire Island. <laughs> so yeah, the new Ghostbusters has the wolf guy from Stranger Things. The, the wolf, wolf guy. guy. You mean Finn, Finn Wolfhard? Wolfhard? That's it. Uh, fun fact: Adam Driver learned to time travel. And Finn Wolfhard is just a young version of him. Oh, thank God! Yeah, because honestly, <laughs> if Finn if Finn doesn't cut his hair and put on eighty five pounds of pure muscle, mm-hmm. he does not deserve that name. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you guys like Jeez. this trailer? Yeah. I 
So I liked the experience. That being said, I have I knew nothing about this movie, and the whole time I was like waiting for that moment where a van pulls up, and then it shows a, a low shot of beats or boots hitting the ground, and then it pans up, and then it's Dan Aykroyd. Um, it's Dan Aykroyd, uh, Bill Murray, and um, a picture of Ernie Hudson. Ernie Hudson. <laughs> okay. And I was like, I was like, and like, you guys got in over your heads, and we're here to help. That's what I kept waiting for. And then at one, the, when the trailer ended, I was like, oh no, it's just a kid. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of glad they didn't have that. No, I wanted that. I mean, unpopular opinion for me. I, I don't like this. No, I'm not, not even Paul Rudd's. I like Paul Rudd, but sometimes Paul Rudd is misused, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to not giving him great comedy. And um, this feels like a coming-of-age story as opposed to what I loved about Ghostbusters is snappy dialogue, snappy interactions. Mm-hmm. Small business plan. Yeah. A- it, adult it, saying uh, naughty things. Yeah, I mean, I mean, which obviously, like, the, the kind of lackluster, like, uh, um, what would you call it? Like Galbusters <laughs> tried to do um, and fail that. This seems like a right um, turn from that. It does seem like a, yeah, like, oh, we can't attempt that again because we, we failed with that. So we've got to give it a totally different tone now. Now it's Super mm-hmm. 8. Uh, with, well, yeah, it's with Stranger Things. Kids, Stranger Things. Almost quite literally. But, uh, but I, I'm like, it's not doing it for me. I, well, again, it would have done it. it for me if everything it was showing me was like from the first 15 minutes of the movie and then around the 20-minute mark, the actual Ghostbusters show up. They can't spoil and that. And it's like though. helping them. Yeah. And I'm like, that, that, that's the movie. No, I want a new Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. yeah. not a new movie named Ghostbusters. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, it does feel like it's uh, relying a little too heavily on the nostalgia parts of it because mm-hmm. they have to do this sort of soft reboot thing. I really like Jason Reitman. Uh, he I has. Too. He. I really liked Up in the Air. Really like Thank You for Smoking. It's one of. Mm-hmm. It's. It's a really good comedy. It's so good. Um, and not a. Juno's okay. Excuse me. I worked on Juno. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Excuse you? me. Is that yes. when you were passing on Precious? I, yes. Okay. <laughs> he said, "If you make this movie, I quit." And then they did. No, I was like, Juno's really good. We should do this. Like, yeah, we already are. I was like, yeah. oh. <laughs> Thank, I hope I get movie credit. Diablo Cody, cool name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think Juno's probably my least favorite of his movies, mm-hmm. but um, no, I don't know. I, I disagree. The, I'm, I'm more, I'm excited about all the pieces of it. The least excited part I am about that is that it's called Ghostbusters, if that makes any sense. Sure. I, this whole, this whole podcast has been us being like, <laughs> I'm excited about them re, reapplying this name to something. <laughs> I think, well, I'm trying to think of what was the only like original movie. Tenet. Probably Tenet. There's maybe something else. What about Wonder Woman 1984? Is that based on anything? <laughs> might be an original IP. Oh, not sure. Oh, I, I would like to thank our other sponsor this week, Policy Genius. And I think Elise checked out Policy Genius and is going to tell you all a little bit about them. So here we are, 2020. On Filmhouse, we love to talk about sci-fi. What if I told you that you could live in the futuristic utopia that we want to be in if you just used Policy Genius? the most technologically advanced means of shopping for home insurance. First, you head to policygenius.com and answer a few questions about yourself and your property. I did this and it was incredibly easy. Um, it was just clicking through a few screens where I input a little bit of information about myself, nothing too personal, and I didn't have to go and like look up stuff. It was pretty base level questions. And I was able to have Policy Genius then compare my policy against options from top insurers to make sure that I was getting the right insurance coverage at the best possible price. They save other customers an average of $690 per year just doing that. 
And if they find a better rate than the one that I'm currently paying, they'll do all the legwork to make that switch for me. Um, they also do car insurance, life insurance, any insurance you can think of, Policy Genius has. So if these sci-fi future visions of, of homes of 2020 still haven't become science fact by the time that this read is over, don't get discouraged. Get home insurance at policygenius.com. In minutes, you can get the ball rolling on a policy for a new home or reshop your current policy. Policy Genius, we'll always get the future wrong, but get home insurance right. So Policy Genius, uh, we'll always get the future wrong, but it's better to get home insurance right. You can get home insurance in minutes at policygenius.com. Thanks, Policy Genius, for bringing us here this week to talk about things coming up in 2020. I'm pretty stoked for Curb Your Enthusiasm. I think that's just a couple of weeks away, actually. Yeah. I love me some Larry. Mm-hmm. Me too. Pretty, pretty, Cringe pretty, comedy. Pretty I'm excited to see John Hamm show up and be just as awful as Larry, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, the trailer has that great montage of people telling him to get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I saw, I, all I saw is the one promo. We were watching Silicon Valley and there was a promo for Kirby Enthusiasm coming in January. I was like, what? I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm probably not going to watch any trailers <coughs> for it. I can wait until January for, me, for some Curb. Mm-hmm. Man. I didn't watch the last season. I'm guessing it was great. It's always great. Yeah. It's always great. I love that show. Yeah. Um, Elise, is there anything that we haven't talked about that you're still looking forward to? Uh, I I mean, there's lots that I'm like hopeful and interested in. Crudes too? No. Oh, you're the Crudes man, right? They should have called it Trudes. (laughs) Like. As long as Nick's cage is back. James, you're probably curious about the witches. What is The Witches? It's based on the Roald Dahl. Dahl. Can you do it better than we've already done it before? (laughs) Angelica Houston? Will she be returning? Um, Only time will tell. Well, I'll tell you this. Every single time they've made another version of a Roald Dahl movie, it's never been as good as the one made 50 years prior. So uh, (laughs) I will reserve judgment on Witches. Um, (laughs) I think think Top Gun – yeah. Top Gun Maverick yeah. is in there. Curious. Like, that's going to satisfy me. I need, I need a Tom Cruise hit like once yeah. a year, every single year. So I thought they kicked you out of the Air Force at a certain age. They're like, no, you can't fly planes because you'll crash it because you're an old man. Well, yeah, if you're mm. bad. Yeah. Not if you refuse to get out of the seat, there's nothing they can do. Yeah. <laughs> he lives in there. <laughs> <laughs> what about Morbius? Are you all stoked for Morbius? Everyone's oh, yeah. favorite Spider-Man villain? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm... I gotta get out of here soon because I'm. I got a spot in line for Morbius. Morbius drink through his hands <laughs> in the cartoon he did because they couldn't show him biting anyone's neck. Mm, that's but, right. oh. but they could show. Uh, I just thought that was dumb, but I get it now. Yeah, but doesn't make it. Look but bad. him being played by Jared Leto is gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> oh my god! Everyone, the original. How's vampire? he gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> Hollywood Empire. How's Jared Leto supposed to do Joker and Morbius? <laughs> I don't understand. Someone's going to have to ask the genius himself. (laughs) He may no longer be Joker, James. What? Are you kidding me? They can't get new Joker. That's impossible. (laughs) Um, I'll say this. The trailer for Free Guy was pretty fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I watched that that trailer. I had had no idea what it was until I watched this trailer. It does look kind of silly. Ryan Reynolds is a NPC in a GTA-like world, and he becomes self-aware. This is is one of those movies that they couldn't wait to announce the premise of. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it's a video game movie. Like they, so I feel like I've been hearing about it so much. But then when it's happening, you're like, ah, it doesn't sound very good. I don't know how this is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. But the trailer did make it seem pretty fun, and I think it did a pretty good job, only showing like a small kind of fraction mm-hmm. of what the movie actually is gonna be. And um, Ryan Reynolds is just enjoyable. Yeah, he's he's a delight. Yeah, I think he'll <laughs> he will make it fun. Where I think probably any mm-hmm. other actor probably would have just. 
it, the movie does feel somewhat, it just in the trailer, looks kind of generic and looks like it follows a sort of a template of mm-hmm. a film. But it, it's a funny enough idea, and hopefully it's, it, it seems to be made by people who at least have some kind of understanding of what a video game is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Even though it, it's still it's like generic enough for people to go, oh, I get it. It's a video game my son plays. Yeah. <laughs> um, other video game movie is Uncharted. Um, I've never played oh, any right. of the Uncharted games, but it always seemed like an Indiana Jones ripoff. Yeah, you ever seen Indiana Jones before? Yeah. Yeah, you've played it. Tom cool. Holland just feels so young. Yeah, to I be don't Nathan know how Drake. that works as mm-hmm. Nathan Drake. But it's it's kind of strange. To me. I yeah. don't know. Maybe they're counting on making like six of them. Probably. They, they wanted him to be able they're to gonna, live through it. They're going to dub his voice with Nathan Fillion, though, <laughs> which is great. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Good morning, good night. Or good morning, midnight is this like George Clooney joint where it's like uh, some like. I don't know if it's somebody stranded in like the Arctic or somebody stranded in space, but it's one of those movies where it's like, bring him home. I think. (laughs) Um, I like George Clooney and things. Yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah, that's probably going to be a good soft sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. Um, No one's stoked for bad boys for life. Well, it's not Michael Bay, is it? I don't think so. I don't think it is. No, no, he made a Netflix movie that came out. Yeah. No, thank you. Tomorrow slash a month ago. I'll wait for, I'll wait for, I'll wait for uh, Michael Bay. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. So whatever. Who cares? It. I I honestly I like I love Bad Boys One. Bad Boys Two was like too far into the realm of cartoon mm-hmm. for me to like really kind of get into. And so the idea that there's another one coming out that doesn't even have Michael Bay involved makes me even less interested. It's got two directors. Sure, Ooh, that's good. That's and a good. Is sign. it? It takes two to equal um, one Michael Bay essentially yeah. because his mind is he's he's one of basically the Space Marines from Warhammer where. As the left side of his brain goes to bed, the right side wakes up, and it's constantly switching so he can stay awake at all times. If you want to see uh, images of what Adam's talking about, go to the Filmhouse blog, where <laughs> we will have pictures of space marines, it would appear. It's filmhouse.blog. .cc.co.uk.ru.org. There's Godzilla versus King Kong. Don't care. Yeah. Which... The problem is I, don't I haven't been able the to scale works. I haven't been able to finish watching Godzilla. Oh, that's right. The or Godzilla too. Well, no, the, the most recent Godzilla, which is like almost like a very loose, soft, like we are kind of going to acknowledge the other Godzilla movie that came mm-hmm. out, but even this one is like kind of even more King of the Monsters or whatever. Did, that one. I didn't I was, finish it. I just didn't know. I. I liked parts of the first Godzilla. I hated all the human stuff. Yeah. I love the Godzilla parts. And so they made another one. They were like, you know what? What if we had just as much human stuff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only this time, put a bunch of monsters in it. So you're like, wait, now I know what I could have. And you're yeah. not getting like, it. I almost wish it was like more ridiculous. Like Godzilla's destroying a city. And then the camera pans over to a, a cliff top. And then you see Godzilla. Or sorry, pardon me. You see uh, King Kong. Mm-hmm. Like cowering over the clifftop and he like looks at Godzilla and his eyebrow like furls. <laughs> like, he's like, no, no, no. Not on my watch. Aren't they both the good guys? Though? I don't know who. No, I want them to fight. <laughs> I thought Whatever, that King Kong movie was pretty good. <laughs> you know, what? That King Kong movie was pretty fun. Skull Island? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was cool fine. Look. It was all orange and stuff. Yeah, special effects were top notch. I, I still don't get how a King Kong which is a big creature, fights a Godzilla, which is like a building. Yeah, they, made, yeah. they made Godzilla bigger than ever, which I thought was cool. So and does, then, yeah, Kong is... How does he get... Does he get big? Is that part of the plot, maybe? Yeah. He, like, starts working out and gets taller. Maybe, maybe. he's got, like, monkey brothers that help him fight. <laughs> they combine like, into a bigger this is monkey. Like, I, God, I should just write, like, a fun, like, 
Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should. King Maybe Kong, this like, like not even not script. I'm just saying, like, here's what would happen: a treatment, mm-hmm. just a fun thing. I'm I, I'm curious to see it, but like, I don't. I have not not to be pessimistic, but I'm just like I. It's hard. There's nothing about those that get me like super excited. Whereas like these things have been around forever, and we've yeah. kind of seen it before, and it's it's going to probably be the, the special effects are probably going to be you know pretty nice to look at. Yeah. But if I have to slog through all the human stuff, like I did not care about uh, who's that actor, Quicksilver, Millie Bobby Brown. No, oh yeah, she was. Well, I didn't yeah. even see the second one yet. It's I oh yeah, oh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Yeah. Aaron Taylor Johnson. I just saw one of my favorite scenes ever. He's got that little little Asian boy. He goes, where? Help! Help! And this one goes, that's my child. And he goes. Okay, <laughs> just off to find my wife who plays my sister in other movies. Uh, um, what's it called? Uh, Dolomite is my name. Mm-hmm. And Eddie per- Murphy's performance in that got me thinking like maybe coming to America yeah. will be good because maybe Eddie Murphy's like, I'm ready to He's be back in again. acting again. Hmm. Is it a sequel? I yeah, believe I think so, so, yeah. It is Still the number America. two is in coming, coming to, to America. America. Oh, okay. interesting. Hmm. Some kid. Someone's it's gonna be a wedding, right? It's got to be like father of the bride type scenario. Is it got like a like a sh- a shafts sort of motif? We got three shafts. <laughs> <to get it. laughs> yeah, it was just it was just called shafts. Should have been called shafts. There were um, many shafts. Are, are we getting Moon Knight next year, James? The show? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Um, I mean, it, what do your sources tell you? Here's James? the thing: if they can get a show together for 2020, that would be insane. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That would be crazy. And you know what's crazy? Moon Knight. <laughs> so it would be so on brand mm-hmm. if Moon Knight popped in 2020. Wait, but James, Taskmaster is in the Black Widow movie. Oh, he's, <laughs> don't worry. He's Task- also white. Taskmaster isn't going to mess with Moon Knight. Why wouldn't he mess with him? Because because Moon Knight's so crazy uh-huh. that Taskmaster, who could fight like Moon Knight, chooses not to because he would kill himself trying to do it because it's so crazy. Wow. But how crazy is he? Insane. Well, what about, because so there's Thanos, the Mad Titan. Yeah. What's Moon Knight? <laughs> well, he's just mad. <laughs> oh, man. This right. will never get old. <laughs> <laughs> is, there, is there anything left? Are you guys excited for Barbie or yeah. Soul or Bloodshot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of it? All of it. I mean, sup- I'm, I'm Artemis always Fowl. open to a movie surprising me in the way that the Lego movie did. Like that movie, I would not have said like this is going to be a great movie that I love, and it's emotion it inspires emotion. No, it was, it was wonderful. So if Barbie can do that, I don't know that it will. So sign up for Movie Pass but today, and you can see all. Oh, they got a business. Wrote <laughs> wrote. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's, um, it's a flawed like business other model. Other little things I'm like curious about, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll watch six more Marvel movies this year. Uh, I think you only get two. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think that's it this week. Uh, we don't have time to talk about the Highlander reboot. I'm sorry, oh, you guys. No. Um, but we will be back uh, next week. Thanks for coming around. Bye. Bye, Bye guys. <laughs>